This episode of Kid Pod Theater is sponsored by Starlight Children's Foundation. Every minute, a child is in need of medical care. These kids are scared, lonely, and missing out on all of the things that make being a kid fun. That's where Starlight Children's Foundation comes in. For 35 years, Starlight has delivered happiness to 16 million seriously ill kids and their families at more than 800 children's hospitals and health care facilities in the U.S. Their state-of-the-art programs, like Starlight Virtual Reality, Starlight Hospital Wear, and Starlight Gaming, entertain, distract, and inspire hospitalized kids. Learn how you can help deliver happiness at starlight.org. Kidpod! 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 You are listening to K-Pop Theater. I expect each and every one of you to complete the rope climb today. Regardless of how many or how few limbs, tentacles, or articulated graspers you may or may not possess. Or you will receive a big fat zero credit for gym class. Is that understood? Yes, Coach. Yes, Coach. Very good. Commence climbing. Who would break into a library? Yeah, most people I know try to avoid places like that. It's not just any library. It's got artifacts from all over the universe. Like what? Supernova crystals, meteor cores, antiques from almost every galaxy and species. How do you know this? I've been in there to study, haven't you? Today's the first day of class. Why would I be studying before teachers even assign anything? To get a head start? No, thank you. I prefer my normal last-minute catch-up routine. So this thing that was stolen, it could actually be valuable and not just, like, a sports trophy? That implies sports aren't important. Sports aren't important. Wrong! The great intergalactic wars of... (coughs) were ultimately settled by a final game of tentacle wrestling. Mr. Cutler did mention that in class today. Okay, sometimes sports are important. All right, Rope, it's me versus you. Let's see who comes out on top. Why, oh why, did nature give me such an impressive brain and such weak tentacles? So you think it was something valuable? Somebody risked getting kicked out of school, it must have been. How about the interrogations start once they've got us all rounded up? Interrogations? Don't worry, I'm sure it won't involve brain worms. Too messy. Now remember, students, this annual homecoming dance is this flawed day. Grab yourself a date, dress in your finest outfits, and gesticulate rhythmically to the latest music which we deem appropriate. I heard they crawled in through the air vent. Don't be silly. You'd have to be tiny to slip through the grates. Or made of gas, like Geeski is. Why do you have to accuse me? I didn't do anything. There's no way to know for sure, is there? You wouldn't leave fingerprints. Just a lingering fart smell. Oh, yeah? Well, how do we know it wasn't you? Because I'm too big. I can't slip through the bars like you can. Maybe you didn't have to. Maybe you bit through them with that giant mouth of yours. Quadrillions aren't that strong. They can only stick things into their big mouths. They're not actually useful for anything. <laughs> that is hilarious, coming from a girl who could pass through solid objects but can't pick up her own mess. <laughs> oh, so you're saying I did it? No, I'm saying anyone could. Even the Earthling. Me? Why not? 
You've got limited mental capacity, but we still don't know if your species possesses any special skills. I don't have any special skills. I'm just human. So you say. But where were you during the library break-in? I was, uh... Um... I'd rather not say. Sounds guilty to me. Trust me, he didn't do it. So, he was with you? Not exactly. Then where were you? Not in the library. Is there anyone else who can confirm your alibi? No, I was alone. How convenient. He slips away just when the crime is committed and no one can confirm or deny his location. I see accusations are flying all over here, too. Hey, Oliver. What are people saying over at the student news hologram? Well, administration officials won't admit to anything, but my sources say they definitely suspect a student. Do you know who? Or maybe what planet they're from? No, and that's why I'm here. I didn't do it. I swear. I was solid. And in the cafeteria the whole time. Don't worry, Geeski. They've already ruled you out. The library still smelled fresh, not even a hint of methane. Well, that's good. However, my crack team of reporters, and by team, I mean me, have discovered that whatever was taken, it originates from the Northern Galactic Cluster. That contains hundreds of billions of planets. It does, but only one that has a student from there, Earth. Hey, that's where I'm from. Funny that the new kid arrives and there's a crime leading right back to his home planet. For the record, how do you explain such a coincidence? I, uh, I, I don't know. I figured that'd be your answer. I'll just write no comment. I hate my readers to think you're such a blathering fool. Come in. It's open. Sorry for disturbing you during office hours, sir. That's what they're there for, Balti. What can I help you with? Everyone thinks I broke into the display case and stole the missing artifact. Because you're an Earthling and the object was from there? Yeah. I wish I could say that I'm surprised, but I'm not. You're the first of your kind they've ever met, so they make assumptions. Like I'm a thief. Among other ones. But what you have to realize is that you have no power over what they think. Only how you act. And you hope that in time they'll figure out their assumptions were wrong and see the real you. Do you think that'll work? Let me tell you the story about another awkward new student who everyone misjudged at first. Is this about you? Wait for the end, then all will be revealed. Okay, but usually when people tell you a story about someone like yourself, but isn't, it's usually about them. Fine, you're right. It is about me. But it is also about your dad. Were you the awkward new student, or was he? Me. And, well, him too. Both of us were pretty awkward, but especially me. Are you going to say that you misjudge one another at first, relying upon assumptions about each other's planetary species, until you both eventually discover that you were each nothing like your stereotypes and grew to become best friends? Yeah, pretty much. Sounds like a good story. I'm sure it would have helped me a lot. That's the dismissal bell. Thanks, Mr. Marcos. I'd better head back to the dorm and do my homework. Hey, no problem. That's what I'm here for. Uh, Balti? That's the closet, not the exit door. How'd the talk go? You ever think about going back home and never coming back? That good, eh? I thought it'd be different in outer space. More advanced, more civilized. But I'm starting to realize it's just the same stupid stuff, just with more heads and tentacles. Excuse me, Balthazar? Uh, yeah, Miss Velma? 
The principal would like to see you in her office. Oh, that can't be good. Excuse me, Principal Squaws. I was told you wanted to see me. Please sit down, Miss Distrella. So what is it I can help you with? Earlier today, during the lunch period, the security cameras captured this. What is that on the sign? A splotchy blob? Does that mean boys' room or girls' room? Or one of the 16 others? I'll take my chances. May I ask exactly what you were doing, young man? I was trying to find the bathroom. You wanted to bathe during school. Oh, no, no, you don't understand either. What I understand is that moments after you walked into the utility closet, the security cameras mysteriously cut out. And when the custodian rushed to grab his broom in order to help clean up the library mess, he discovered something... unspeakable. Oh, man, I'm so getting expelled. Oh, no, please tell me you aren't questioning him about the utility closet incident. I had to. The custodian refuses to come out of the nurse's office until I rectify this. I tried to explain that what he did is perfectly normal for his species. It is. I, I swear, they even write children's books about it. That's the sort of thing they teach in Earth schools? No, n not after kindergarten. I can't be the only one here who needs to use the toilet. You are. In fact, you are the only one ever. Then why does the school have one? You only thought it was a restroom because of the reality distortion field. It didn't fully understand what your intentions were, so it translated what was in your subconscious onto the utility closet. Oh, I am so sorry. I will make arrangements for there to be real facilities you can use in the future. Perhaps the bucket inside a wooden shed on the outskirts of campus. That'd be great, thanks. In the meantime, maybe you could help us with our other problem. The library break-in? I was afraid that's what you were going to say. The burglary happened at the exact same time you were unaccounted for. So you do think I did it? I don't know what to think just yet. Right now, I'm only asking questions. Look, I know the stolen object was from Earth, but that doesn't mean I took it. You're right, it doesn't. There's probably lots of reasons why someone would want it. What was it? We're not sure. It was so low-tech and primitive, we never really bothered to investigate. Then why would someone want to steal it? We were hoping you'd tell us. Here's a picture of the missing artifact. What can you tell me about it? I don't know. It looks like it's made of stone. It has some funky markings on it. Maybe Aztec or Egyptian, maybe. I understand you've seen designs like this before. Probably. We had some stuff like this around the house. And having something familiar would help you keep from getting homesick, wouldn't it? So you do think I took it? We're simply following the clues. The object is from your home planet. During the break-in you were unaccounted for. And you even admitted to vandalizing the utility closet. You must admit, it doesn't sound good. Why would I wait until I travel to outer space to steal something from Earth? Because it was given to the school by your father. Alien Exchange Student is a production of Kid Pod Theater, produced by Jason T. Reed, Casey Wolf, and Jim Cooper. Written by Jim Cooper and directed by Casey Wolf. Featuring the voice talents of Sam Navarro as Baltic Estrella, Charlie Hobart as Arnie Zumwalt, and Carrie Cooper as Lula. Additional voice talents Marita De La Torre as Lurita Estrella, Isabella Dixon as the cheerleader, Jamie Mazur as Crunk and Largos Campos, 
Lila Ward as Coatl, Madison Lovett as Zoliver and the Lunch Lady, Nicholas Thurkettle as Mr. Marcos, Rachel Weiss as Trina, Sam Lovett as Giski, Miguel Perez as Dante Estrella, and Zoe Ross Eggleston as Plysera and Rankster. Sound engineering by Casey Wolf. Sound design by Craig Good. Additional sound provided by freesound.org. Original score by Kevin Hartnell. Original spot art by Nigel Octorluni. No aliens were harmed in the making of this podcast. If you like what you've heard, spread the word either by review on the podcatcher of your choice or by sending radio frequencies to the Globular Femme Lagoons on Caltron 6.